0: A toast to global warming? Then another stories for March twenty-seventh, twenty sixteen. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm
1: Franny Halperin, and it's this week in water.
0: Last week, much attention was paid to President Obama's trip to Cuba and the horrible events in Belgium. But on Tuesday, an event took place that was the first of its kind.
1: The White House held its first ever National Water Summit on March 22, which was also World Water Day.
0: Participants who ranged from companies that make landscaping products to the International Desalination Association discussed a variety of topics from Flint to flood preparedness.
1: In an effort to reduce the country's vulnerability to drought, one hundred 50 businesses and nonprofits will pledge $4 billion to improve water resiliency.
0: The president's new efforts to address water problems have been compared to his push on solar energy early in his administration. And there's even been some buzz about the possibility of creating a Department of Water similar in concept to the existing Department of Energy.
1: There was some criticism of the summit as having too little focus on specific issues. However, the importance of water to national security was underlined.
0: The summit was closed by Alice Hill, who is a special assistant to the president on national security issues. She said that the country isn't prepared for the new normal, not enough water in some places and sometimes too much in others.
1: That new normal was emphasized in a recent report by the Bureau of Reclamation called managing water in the west it predicted troubles in river basins across 17 states
0: the report forecasts that climate change will cause more precipitation in the northwest but much less over many parts of the west It also predicts a temperature increase of up to seven degrees by the end of the century.
1: In the Colorado River Basin, reductions in spring and early summer runoff could affect power generation at dams, while in the Rio Grande Basin, reduced snowpack will likely result in less recharge of aquifers at the same time that there's an increased reliance on groundwater pumping.
0: If water issues, terror attacks, or the political carnival all makes you want to reach for something strong, we've got good news for you.
1: Climate change is producing some exceptional wines. Because hot years tend to produce better grapes, higher temperatures in France are generating some noteworthy vintages.
0: So a toast to global warming, right?
1: Perhaps not. A study out this week in the journal Nature Climate Change shows that our warming climate is starting to disrupt centuries-old patterns where abundant spring rains, followed by hot summers and late-season droughts, promote robust, fast-maturing fruit.
0: As the climate warms, harvests are coming earlier and earlier, by roughly six or seven days a year. That yield might do well for vineyards in France in the near future, but it doesn't bode well for the longer term, according to the researchers.
1: They say we could well be at a tipping point when an estimated two-thirds of today's wine regions may no longer have the climate suitable for the grapes they grow.
0: That means California's Napa Valley grapes could theoretically end up in Washington or British Columbia, or the hills of central China could become the new Chile. And while that might seem acceptable, Vintners will tell you that a good wine is a combination of many things, an area's soil, grape variety, and climate, and that picking up a vineyard and plunking it down elsewhere may not create the same product as in the past.
1: So you might want to think about hoarding your Pinot Noir and Merlot or switching to beer.
0: Now that plan might fizzle too. While clearly climate change threatens global water, beer's key ingredient, water is also necessary to grow the hops. The plant's flower buds make for beer's unique flavors and aroma.
1: According to NOAA, the majority of hops are grown in Washington state, which endured record heat and drought last year. In the Yakima Valley, Washington's primary hops growing area, farmers survived partly by tapping into groundwater, but projections are for extreme heat and drought to be the new normal.
0: In 2015, a number of leading brewers signed a climate declaration to call attention to the risks of climate change and give examples of how breweries could take action to reduce their own environmental impact.
1: Having impact was on the mind of two artists in northeast Minneapolis who recently opened a water bar, a tap room serving limited edition drinks.
0: But before you imagine glasses of glacier melt from Greenland or pure water from artesian wells, think again. The bar serves nothing but tap water for free.
1: Visitors can compare samples from surrounding communities, noting its color and taste, but if all goes according to plan, what should go down smoothly is an awareness about water and conversations about protecting this vital resource. And finally, stop us if you've heard this one before. A company or singer turns to the internet to name a new product or venue, and it goes horribly wrong. Like the time Mountain Dew asked fans to help christen a new flavor in its infamous Dub the Dew campaign that fizzled after the Twitter sphere chose Soylent
0: Green. And the time Taylor Swift and VH1 did an internet poll to decide her next concert destination. And the web rousingly chose a school for the deaf.
1: Outcomes like this didn't scare the good people at Britain's National Environment Research Council. They're building a new $300 million research ship to study climate change in Antarctica, and it needed a name. So why not open it up to the public for suggestions?
0: It wasn't too long after launching the hashtag #NameOurShip that the campaign ran aground. Instead of dignified names like Endeavor, Shackleton, or David Attenborough, came snarky submissions including It's bloody cold here, Usain Boat, and not the Titanic.
1: But far outpacing any of its competitors was Bodie McBoatface. In fact, the response was so strong for the name, it brought down their website.
0: The research council won't comment on whether it will override the public's choice but a spokesperson said the group was delighted by the enthusiasm and creativity and will announce the winner in due course. Indeed, the campaign can be called a success given it gave attention to climate issues that perhaps weren't on people's radar.
1: In the category, some people never learn, the Air Force announced last week its own contest to name a new B-21 bomber. It only took seconds before the internet spoke and chimed in with, You guessed it, balmy mcbombface, and other suggestions that wouldn't clear the FCC. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association. Unite the world of water at AWWA's ACE-16 in Chicago, June 19th through 22nd. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash ACE-16.